Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have Serial Dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get cereal, cereal. I wanna get cereal. Let's get cereal. <laughs> no? Welcome back to Serial Dates, part of our bilingual family podcast. Today we will be talking about potty training, or as we like to call it, toilet learning. So why do we want to talk about this? Well, um, I think that this is definitely one of those subjects that parents get very uh, nervous about, um, scared, overwhelmed, unsure of themselves. So I think that with all the confusion and information out there, there's just there's just so much it can be overwhelming, and I think that we can assist by kind of consolidating the information that we have found uh, that worked for us with Mateo. Now, obviously, with Elias, it might be different. There might be some different you know avenues we have to take with Elias, but I know with Mateo, I, I would like to say we did a really good job. We had him essentially potty trained at 15 months, and for sure potty trained, I would say, by 20 months yeah like 100 mm-hmm. percent uh minus the accidents here and there from excitement and um being out of the house not in a comfortable area mm-hmm. and then obviously the only thing that we do differently is he's not potty trained when it comes to taking naps or going to bed mm-hmm. so he still wears a diaper there yeah yeah and i think we for me i wanted to talk about this for the longest time but I also wanted to wait until I felt like a hundred percent confident in that, you know, he's got it. And that's why I like the term toilet learning because it's a learning process and it takes time. And then when you see it that way, like learning to walk or learning to talk, you you're more patient and you're more like relaxed and children can feel that. And so yeah, you're definitely open mm-hmm. to see more. By being in a learning environment. I mean, you're not training a dog like, oh, good. You went to the bathroom. Here's a treat. Right. Well, and not only that, I think that children, well, adults too, like we can feed off each other's energy. And if you are like, okay, it's three day, it's going to be a three day program and this is day two and you're not getting it and you're getting stressed out about it. They can feel that. And yeah, I definitely think if you jump into this as more of a marathon than a sprint, it's you're you're going to be. A little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I know any parent so far that has gotten their. I don't think I know oh, any parent, parent that has gotten their kid to do anything within a day or two. Yeah, there are uh, there are people who can do it in like okay. three days. That's awesome. You're a prodigy at going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so we just we just wanted to talk about what has worked for us, kind of why we decided to start so early and just all things potty training. Yeah. So uh, one of the first things we definitely want to talk about is how did we know that Mateo was even ready to start, you know, helping him learn how to go to the bathroom? Yeah. um, So that those are the signs of readiness. We started noticing that he would go to a a separate like a place to go to the bathroom for me i obviously i i observed him going to a corner right he'd go to a corner take his squat and then do his business mm-hmm. and then um he also was very interested in 
when we were going to the bathroom, what we're doing, what was going on. To the point that it was almost kind of invasive. <laughs> I mean, he was, I mean, right he was, there. he yeah. was almost on top of you trying to figure out what was going yeah. on. Yeah. And then the final straw, I guess, was he started saying popo, which is poop in Spanish, popo. So the last straw, I would say, in terms of readiness, was he started telling us when he needed to go, or or he started saying popo. And we just thought he was at the age where he was learning new words and just repeating. Repeating what we were saying. Yeah. And, but he... I noticed for about a week, every time he said Papa, sure enough, he had a dirty diaper. And so that kind of started us thinking about, well, is it too early to potty train? And um, with Montessori, she encourages, or the method encourages <clears throat> to start changing the diaper standing up when they're, you know, about when they can stand up, start changing the diaper standing up. And to start encouraging that toilet learning, basically when they start walking. So at 15 months, that was, you know, right around that time. And so. You also got a book. Oh, yeah. What was the book called? Oh, crap. Potty training. Oh, crap. Potty training. Yeah. It's okay. really good. Um, so that was that whole week. And I observed that. Got a couple different books. Some had like the three day training with stickers or, you know, with like a reward system, a reward system. And it just didn't fit with how we were wanting to raise Mateo. So we just didn't do that. Um, but after that week, the next week, he started when he said Popo, I would check and he hadn't gone yet. And then we started noticing that he was. Pretty much started noticing that he was saying, "I'm about to go." Yes, I'm about to go. I or I, I he's associated that feeling in his stomach mm -hmm. that hey, it's something's coming. about to happen, and uh, either my farts are honking for the right away, or <laughs> you know, just heads up. Right, and so that's when we were like, "Okay, let's just let's do it," and that was that was the signs, the signs of readiness that we observed with Mateo. Uh, in the book, she talks about also being able to sing, sing the ABCs. I don't know. Maybe that's because of the language, because children, if they're able to sing the ABC song or, you know, any song like that, then they probably have the language to tell you when they need to go to the bathroom. But right. he was able to do it, even though he's just now at 25 months learning the ABCs. But let's the, just be real. He knows about a hundred different songs. <laughs> right. Anyway. I'm just saying he knows the song. <laughs> is, it's all I'm saying. So, um, so preparation for this, what did we do? How did we prepare for this mentally to get ready for this? I mean, you and me didn't just jump in and say, all right, well, let's start here and kind of work into it, ease into it. I mean, I would say when we made the decision to do this, we made the decision to do this. Yeah, definitely. And that's another sign of readiness is, are the parents ready? Yes, I think that's, <laughs> I think if you, you got to be ready to jump in on, you got to go all in. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't be nonchalant about it. You have to, you, you can't be lackadaisical. You got to say, hey, he or she is ready. I believe I'm ready. Let's do this and get after it. Mm -hmm. Because for us, it wasn't just, it 
I, I have six days off. Mm-hmm. And so for those six days is what we planned. We timed it we to started on, on my first, first day off mm-hmm. and, and we went after it. And I would say by, I'd say by day four or five, he kind of grasped the concept of what was going mm-hmm. on because every day it was all day. The strategies, which we'll talk about here in a minute, it, we did those consistently mm-hmm. all day long. And that's why I think this is such a timely episode because most of us, well, everybody is at home. This We're recording this in case someone's listening to it in the future. Uh, we're recording this during... Before the ma- fall of mankind. <laughs> we're recording it during uh, COVID, the COVID pandemic. Before the apocalyptic dystopian future occurred. <laughs> so, um, so I've actually been wanting to record it, well, talk about it in some way since this started. But I was like, I don't know how long it's going to be. Maybe it's just a month thing. And it turns out that it's still ongoing. So... Take advantage of the time. Well, and then just the holiday season, because even if there are some kids still going to school, whatever state you're in, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're coming up on winter break or Christmas yeah. break or whatever you want to call it. That would be a great time to do it if some of you are staying at home. Um, right. And it, typically on a, on a different year, it probably wouldn't have been the best time because you're leaving the house often to oh, go yeah, see family. family. But you're staying away from family right now, right? Right. right. No, we're not. <laughs> so um, if, but, if, but if you are choosing to, which you should, if you're choosing to stay at home, then this is a great time right. to and, do that. And or if you're off for the weekends, just be hyper vigilant on your Saturday and Sunday of taking care of this and jumping in on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously trying to do as much as you can during the week following. Yeah. I do think that the first week is crucial. So if you can, the book actually says, um, Oh crap. Potty training says take a week off, you know, so that you can focus that whole week, a hundred percent on potty training or toilet learning. So yes, commitment. And so for, I'm going to be honest with you all. It's messy. It's we very messy. We were lucky we didn't have a lot of, we didn't hardly have any number two accidents. No, we didn't. Um, there was definitely quite a few, but it wasn't as, um, it wasn't anything crazy. But I will say it's going to be messy as far as pee going everywhere. For us, we got lucky with no poop, but be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, have towels, wipes, whatever you whatever bathroom or wherever you decide your potty location is going to be, have a cleanup station there ready to go as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Be prepared to do lots of laundry and plain and simple, be ready for it not working. Be ready for pee going everywhere on you, on your clothes, on your baby's clothes. Expect lots of accidents. Yes. Expect it and, and it'll make this process a lot easier. So what I'm, what I'm basically trying to say is you got to have, a high sense of patience. Be -hmm. patient with the child. You're not training the child. You're helping them learn Mm -hmm. the process of going to the restroom and using the potty for whether it's going number one or number two. And it's a crazy, bizarre concept if you don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I have shit coming out of my body. What do I do with it? So be ready. And that was no pun intended. But be ready for those accidents and be patient and let them know, like, 
wow, you're going to, you're mm-hmm. going number one. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. That has to go here in your potty or your toilet, whatever you're using. Uh, same with the popo. Don't worry about teaching them to wipe. That is irrelevant at this <laughs> moment. Although he, Mateo wants to wipe himself. He wants to. He can't but, reach. But, but one thing <laughs> at a time, short. let them know that their bodily waste goes into the toilet first. That is the primary focus. Right. Making that connection. And I think, I don't know if you said this just recently, but you talked about observing the child. And, and even though we followed this book, as right. a guide, I think it's important to be flexible because and observe your child and see what's working for them. Because, for example, for Mateo, we um, got a bunch of potty seats. Like he got one for Christmas from his Gigi. And it just, he would not he take sat to the it. whole first day. He sat there, had a bunch of accidents. We would sit there, read books because he loves books. So that's another quick thing that to have books available or something that they enjoy doing. Uh, right. So that they're able to sit there long enough to go. <laughs> right. Um, but he just wouldn't go. He would love sitting there reading books, but he wouldn't go. And so one day I thought, I think it was the second day. I don't know what I said one day. The second day I thought, well, I'm going to put the little chair part of it because it had a toilet like a little tiny toilet. And then it had the rubber seat. It had just the rubber seat, the rubber seat. And so I put the rubber seat on our toilet. And the minute I sat him down, he went to the toilet, probably because he had seen us so many times. And he understood that that's where you... That's where you go. So be flexible and observe. Yes, the book was definitely a guide in helping us find the information, Mm -hmm. but the real guide of the whole thing as far as how you're going to go about it, what's going to happen, the ease and flow of everything is your child, Mm -hmm. is definitely your child. So pay attention to what they're doing and you'll be able, it'll help you figure out, okay, maybe I need to take this approach. I mean, it's no different than, you know, education at school, you know, a teacher seeing a student that's struggling in a certain area, they find a way, well, this student isn't learning the way I am teaching to the masses. So let mm-hmm. me kind of do a little bit more one-on-one. Hey, this, I mean, you see that in the yeah. classroom. Right. And I think that you kept saying learning, learning. That's why we like the term toilet learning rather than uh, training. With the clicker. With the clicker. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> so, no, absolutely. Let's, yeah, let's. That's basically we're talking about the mentality. So we're base. We're in the tools now. Well, before we move on to tools, um, we we kind of made the joke of training and training your pets. Um, so reward system. There's a lot of information out there that's going to tell you, hey, use a reward system to get your child to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we took a different approach. We did not do a reward system. In my eyes, personally, it was more of the reward is relief. Like, I no longer have to go to the bathroom because I'm holding it in. Wait, I'm confused. Essentially, okay, I get getting it. rid of your poop and you're just like, oh, God, that feels so good. Yeah. I mean, the reward. When you're not sitting in it. <laughs> when, yeah, you're not sitting in it. But my, my point is, uh, I don't think. The reward think is the learning itself, like achieving that goal, you know. it's You don't, I mean, do you get a sticker from me every time you go to the bathroom? No. Do I bring you any type of pastry or Although maybe I should dessert for maybe going I to the should bathroom? give you a a treat for taking a short trip to the bathroom. You know what? I would <laughs> not doubt there are many dads on here that use the bathroom either A as a momentary break or B because you know we eat some weird stuff 
And if you're a spice lover like me, <laughs> let alone a food gorge like me, you're going to be on the toilet for a little bit. I'm so sorry. We should not be talking about our personal toilet experiences here other than Mateo's. Okay. Moving on to Mateo's <laughs> tools. His tools. Did we say his tools or his stools? <laughs> tools, stools. So we're not going to talk about his stool, but we will talk about his tools with okay. a T, a hard T. Um, so one of the things that we did in preparation for this is we bought extra underwear. Yeah. A lot of extra underwear. Well, and that's one of the things in terms of flexibility, because we also bought some very expensive training pants. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those that just did not work. No. And they were very absorbent. That So that defeats the purpose. Right. And if he can't feel his mistake or his accident, then he's not going to no, understand. it's not a mistake. There's, if he cannot feel being wet. You know what I mean. I know. And I believe they understood what I was coming from. But if he can't feel what had just happened, he's not going to correlate, oh, that was supposed like to go into the toilet or this is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't allow this to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so getting a lot of underwear and being prepared and, that, um, and don't put money towards potty training underwear or potty training pants yeah, or potty like, training clothes. Just, like if it has the, the name potty training on it, you'll spend your money elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. You just need regular cotton underwear. That's uh, what we did. Little boxer briefs. Yeah. And the book actually suggests like the very first day to be naked, but we had already started the process right. by the time I was kind of reading the book. So we, we, we didn't do that. Um, and we did try it after to try to be naked. And yeah, it just, it just didn't work. Yeah. And, and we'll kind of go feel it. He didn't feel it. Go, okay. Right. Yeah. And we'll right. kind of go stay over with the tools. Yeah. Sorry. We'll go over the strategies <laughs> next. Um, so, one of the things that we have is obviously the potty comfort test. And we kind of talked about that a second ago, um, determining and being observant of if they're comfortable, if they are not comfortable going to the restroom, they're not going to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Theo didn't. He was on his little perfect little, looks like a toilet. Flushes or makes flushes. Like sounds. every, like it was the expensive, I'm sure expensive, you know, replica of a toilet for him to go to the bathroom and nothing. Mm -hmm. We tried another one that we found and nothing. Mm -hmm. The only way he would go is just like mom and dad, mm -hmm. just like papa and mama. Right. That was it. Yeah. So um, understand you, you might have to experiment and the money seats. that you save from not buying potty training clothes will be the <laughs> money that goes towards finding the correct potty. Yeah, exactly. And also books about going to the bathroom. We we had about three four. different, three or, or four, four different ones, um, and they were bilingual. So I'll try to link them in the show notes. There you however go. you do that. Um, but one is called. I don't. I can't think of them right now. Mm. So we bought three books about um, potty, potty training. training. For children, not for adults. We we bought, I think, two for adults. and But the right. one that and I would recommend is the Oh Crap Potty Training. That one, I, you know, me as, I'm not really interested in all that kind of stuff. But that one, you know, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's one that you can listen with your husband because, well, we actually listen to it. We That's another tip. 
Right. Get get the audible version because we're busy as parents and maybe you don't want to read. Maybe you want to read something that's interesting to you. Your reading time is more for books that, you know, fiction or whatever it is that you want yeah, to read. Been, and and you just don't feel like reading a potty training book. You'd rather listen to it. <laughs> listen to it on the way to work. Listen to it while you do dishes. We would listen to it while we we're doing laundry, remember? Yep. And so that's that's a really good tip for parents is you can listen to parenting books while you're doing the dishes or going to gym, et cetera. Right. So I'll link those three books in the in the show notes. And then you just mentioned the books that you listen to. So um and if not books, if he or she doesn't want to read or anything like that, have one what do they call those little toys that they drag around kind of like a what you would can child is carrying his blanket everywhere a little oh like a lovey yeah sure i don't know is that what they're called like they're they're comfort toys oh um, i see have that available mm-hmm. if they want to if they're going to feel more comfortable sitting on a foreign chair um something that's going to keep them comfortable mm-hmm. mateo loved books so it was easy for him to get potty training books about going to the potty yeah he likes books he also likes cars. I don't think he would have had an issue with having a car while he was sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we didn't have those book ex- those books exclusively. We had cars and trucks and all this stuff that he likes. Um, and I have, and on that note, I have noticed that recently, sometimes he doesn't want to go to the bathroom because he's got better things to do. So when we wake up and he he's ready to go play in the playroom or go to the living room, um, sometimes I'll say, Oh, let's take like we have he has this little baby tiger that mm-hmm. he's been obsessed with or the panda and so we'll say, Oh, let's take the panda and show him how you go to the bathroom and then well, right. I wonder where he can sit, blah blah blah. And that just gets him there. You right, know? right. And then so, once he's there, he knows what to do. Right. Um so again, just keep in mind those are the tools that we use. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a million more uh so if you have anything that's worked for you at home, you know, join us in the conversation in the comments section and kind of talk about those. There's no comment section in podcasts. This is 2020. I don't think there is. I'm pretty sure there isn't. But we can have a post on Instagram. Okay, we, we will talk it. about yeah. this on Instagram and you can comment there because I know there's comments in Instagram. <laughs> and I also know there's stories I just found out or reels or yeah, whatever. And... You have, I finally learned the acronym DM. It means direct, direct message, message. <laughs> which is the same thing as PM, which is private message. Huh. I, 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 I don't know. Anyways, social media is <laughs> what happened to MySpace. So we will, we will have some kind of post that links to this and we can talk about and it. We can talk about yeah. it and everybody kind of give their, what's worked for them as far as you know, keeping their child's attention while being on the toilet. I think that'll be good Mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So now that we have the tools, what were the actual strategies that we used? So the one that I really liked that I saw a lot of progression with, um, I know there's many different things that we implemented, but this one was the one where I saw the most progress. And that was the 15 minutes go to the restroom. Mm -hmm. So again, this is why we talked about either taking off or using the weekend to really hyper-focus on what's going on. So I would say within the first day, 
he understood the routine. Mm-hmm. He may not have grasped the concept of what we were doing or what we were trying to get him to do, but he grasped the routine. So we'd go to the bathroom, whether he would go or not. Whenever he would come off the toilet, we would start a timer. And at 15 minutes, we'd go back to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And we repeated that process all day long. It is exhaustive. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I saw progress within the first day. Of like understanding, oh, I'm wet. You know, like, oh. Well, whether I'm he wet. Didn't go the first whether day I'm or... wet or whether he just understands, hey, we're going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, just the routine of, hey, I'm taking you, sitting you on the toilet. Here we go. Right. I, he, I saw he grasped the idea that, okay, here's a routine. Because mm-hmm. kids love routines, right? Right. They, they know what to expect. So he understood what we were doing, what was going to happen. And the reason I love this program is uh, the 15-minute program so much is it's a numbers game. You're going to get him on the right. toilet and at he's going to go at some point. Mm-hmm. And he did probably two or three times within the first day because every 15 minutes. He didn't go in the in the toilet the first day. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. On the on the big potty? On the big potty. That was yeah. Well, that was not the first day we tried potty training. That was, was that not with the 15 minutes though? Oh, I don't know. That's, I'm talking about when I was doing the 15 minutes. Oh, okay. So well, every 15 right. minutes. I thought you meant the first day that he didn't have underwear. Oh, I don't know what order we did what with that. I'm saying the first day of 15 minutes, every 15, mm-hmm. when we made the decision every 15 minutes, this is what we're going to do. Because that wasn't at the beginning of the potty training right. deal. And, and it was also after we realize he goes more on the regular or he goes on the regular right. toilet gotcha so it's the numbers game you get him to go you start correlating hey you're going to the bathroom in the potty mm-hmm. good job and yes we had accidents but the numbers game is he's gonna go to the bathroom at, at some, some point, point sitting that, on the toilet start making that connection yeah by day two I would say we probably made it once or twice more into the toilet and mm-hmm. day three, and it was just a slower progression, but each day it was observable progress. Mm-hmm. And I think for a parent, that's important, especially for me. And because I have six days to, okay, I got to get you going. To see some progress. Because I go back to work. Mm-hmm. So again, that was my favorite strategy we took. And I wonder if it would have made a difference had we started off with that. Yeah, maybe. Um, and that just goes to that flexibility of observing what's working and what isn't. Right. Because, for example, in the book, and we started reading the book maybe like a week into when we had already given up the diapers. Maybe. And the book talks about three stages. So the first is going naked on the first day so That's they can... According to Matteo, that's called Nike. Nike. So you can feel, so they can feel it. Well, Matteo would just, it would go straight out <laughs> and he wouldn't feel anything. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure behind his. He would hear it. <laughs> he would and hear he it. would see it. Hit the ground, but it didn't register as like uncomfortable. So we, we try that after we had read the book and obviously it we, was. We, I think it probably, we did would, a, it probably would have been successful if that was how we started, but that's not how we started. So. Right. Um, then the second is to go commando. So good job. What should we tell everybody your other word for commando? Sure. So for a long time, Daniela would always say Geronimo. I don't know why. 
So Geronimo <laughs> was no underwear in your pants <laughs> rather than, hey, I'm going commando. This wasn't during the potty training. This was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it was before Mateo. All right. Yeah, it was well before Mateo. Yeah. I got I to get that I think one I was out. still learning English. That's probably why. You're still learning English. <laughs> but then again, so am I. Yes. So, um, so the second step is the second phase is going commando. Why? And with really loose clothing. Why? Because then it doesn't, they feel it, you know, they, they feel, feel it. they feel the warmth. Right. And they feel it uncomfortable and, and it gets on their pants and everything. It's in their socks. Right. The whole, so, the whole gambit. Well, that is more messy. It sends a message of I'm wet. And the third is actually wearing the underwear. Right. So. I think we had the most success with him wearing the underwear because it kept it close to him. Mm-hmm. And it was almost always like immediate skin contact. Right. And we just got like the. Haynes. Haynes. And he was, even though he was 15 months, the smallest one, they, the smallest sizes they had were 2T, 3T. And that's what we got. I Those worked think, out. I don't think they were sized correctly. Those worked out fine. No, they were. They were we perfect. also bought the Gerber, like training pants. I don't remember what we. It was. I don't know the brand. It was the. Are you talking about the stripe? Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. The they look training like, underwear. Yeah, they look like underwear, but they have a thicker middle part. And again, that just it being absorbent, it's convenient for us because it doesn't get on the pants. But it defeats the purpose because right. we want we want them to feel wet. Yeah, we want them to have that that experience of being wet so they can understand I don't want to be mm-hmm. wet. I think another strategy once you get past like that fifteen minutes, because you don't want to do that forever. Right, right, right. You we wanna noticed, try to like after a week of doing that, he was like, again, like I don't want to and started you know, not wanting, not enjoying that because it was taking him away from his toys, his activities. So we started using transitions. So if we were, I forgot about the transitions. Yeah. Yeah. If we were in the playroom and he wanted to go outside, for example, we say, Oh yeah, let's go outside. First, we got to go to the bathroom or it's time to eat. Let's go to the bathroom, wash our hands. We're finished eating before you go play. Let's go to the bathroom. Transitional periods were great opportunity to get us. When he wakes up from nap before going to nap, like just all, there are so many built in during the day that you almost don't have to worry about the 15 minutes anymore. Right. I do think the 15 minutes are helpful in the beginning, but once they get that, Oh, they actually went in the bathroom and they're understanding pee goes in the bathroom, poop goes in the bathroom. Then you can move to uh, doing it every time there's a transition and taking advantage of all transitions during the day. But the best part of this whole potty training process is when they understand and they finally tell you, I need to go. And they start waiting till you get to the bathroom or in Mateo's case, he would leak a little bit on the way to the bathroom. Oh, that was that was probably the funniest part is because Chichi Popo, we'd pick him up and we'd just bolt Mm -hmm. to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Now he just chichi popo and he just kind of takes his time, time, waddles in, grab his toy. Right. Goes and waits and we lift him up to the toilet because he uses a regular toilet. He can't get up there. (laughs) But he can get down now. Yeah. And what's interesting is 
um, it, he's still learning if you think about it because now he's seen you and he realizes that you go to the bathroom differently than I go to the bathroom. Yeah, we're back to that invasive observation <laughs> of I want to see how daddy pees and he he gets a little too uh, close to the pathway of the stream. <laughs> So now when I, when I take him, he, I don't know if he has told you, but he tells me Chichi parado, like Chichi standing up. So we're going to start working on that. Right. And we'll come back with how that goes. And if you think about it, he's been one, he has wanted to learn how or wipe himself and we let him, but then obviously we go after, um, and we wash his hands and we wash his hands, but that's still learning. Right. So if you think about the the process of going to the bathroom there's a lot of learning involved and it takes a long time so it's not a training a three-day training program it's a learning experience like learning to walk learning to talk and the best part about that is you're learning how to read your child throughout this entire process because you have to pay attention to what works and what doesn't you're going to Drive yourself insane trying the same technique over and over and over again and, and getting absolutely no results. Mm-hmm. Um, be flexible. We talked about that. Being extremely flexible. Observing your child and noticing all the little nuances that, hey, I need to go to the bathroom or I'm starting to go to the bathroom or I'm ready to learn to go to the bathroom. Um, having the patience to get through all of this and you know, being ready and committed to making this, okay, we're going to potty train our child. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all things you want to keep in mind at the top of your head and know that you're not alone. Uh, this is, we had in the in-between bef- when he was potty trained, quote unquote, and was able to go, we still had accidents mm-hmm. here and there. He wasn't 100% potty trained, if you will. Um, he still had accidents because there were days where I don't want to go to the bathroom. I'm having too much fun. Mm-hmm. There were days he'd just go and not realize he went because he's so involved and engaged with whatever activity he was in. So I would say from 15 months till about a month ago. Yeah. It's funny because he was when, we 100%. Brought, when we brought Elias home, we were expecting to have a regression. And instead, it was like he mastered it. Like he has not had almost any accidents. I would say the only quote unquote accidents he's having. So we can't pull his pants is down. Is when we can't no pull way. his pants down in time because there are days where he'll say chichi popo and he bolts like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to go. Right. Um, but he has mastered potty training, I would say, about a month ago. Like, Essentially, right as he was becoming two years old Mm -hmm. um, from 15 months. So it was a journey for sure. And I would say he understood the concept by about 17, 18 months. 15 months, we saw a lot of really good progression. Like, oh, he's potty trained. We thought that was potty trained. Because, hey, Gigi Popo, time to go. We had to remind him a lot. But now we don't have to remind him. He just tells us. But we do want to talk about some of the troubleshootings, yeah. troubleshooting we had. Absolutely. Would you say troubleshootings or troubleshooting? Troubleshooting the issues that we had along the way. There we go. Um, so we ta- we briefly talked about the 15 minutes getting old. Right. So that's, we've already talked about that. And then the other thing was 
uh, he was getting constipated. This and, was one of the accidents yeah. that we were constantly having. We were like, what's going on? Like he's, we know he's potty trained and then he just goes and it doesn't even seem like he knows that he's going. Right. We thought there was a slight regression of some sort. Mm -hmm. But then I read about when children are constipated, they have a lot of accidents and it, it was just pee accidents. So that's why we didn't, it didn't make sense. But, and we were also noticing, I know we said we wouldn't talk about his stool, but we're going to here. He was having a lot of little rabbit poops, which was because he was like, constipated. Right. Well, that's how we started. We started paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. And we, what did we try to stool softener? Oh, it was, um, I can't little remember. Little remedies? Maybe. Stool softener? Do they it's have not one? a stool softener. It's just, um, it has prune juice and some other, it's like oh, a natural. Oh, right, right, That right. really worked. Yes, that one. We'll link well, that there too. <laughs> it, it really worked. Yeah. But we also had to make a change in Mateo's diet to mm. counteract his yeah, constipation he's a and his. cheese monster. Our kid absolutely loves cheese. Yes. Absolutely loves cheese. Mm hmm So. Noticing that that was what's, what was causing the accidents instead of getting frustrated with him. Like, why are you, what's going on? Um, There's always, it, it seems so far in our two-year journey with Mateo, whenever there's something off, or, there's usually a rhyme or reason for it. Mm -hmm. And it's just a reverse engineering, so to speak, to try to figure mm -hmm. out the solution. And that's how we figured out is, oh, well, maybe we should stop giving him cheese. <laughs> so much so i think we've covered everything um i let's do a quick rundown just quick uh signs of readiness are going away like going away to go to the bathroom um letting us know saying maybe saying popo right and then telling us ahead of time so for mental and commitment you know, just make sure you make sure you're ready to commit. Go all in. Don't don't just ease into it. Just make the decision and go for it. Um, take a lot of patience with you. And, take a lot of patience with you. Yeah. And and again, we didn't choose this. And I would encourage others not to. We're not an expert in whether or not it works or doesn't. But we did not use a reward system. The reward itself is, hey, I'm going to the potty. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the tools, books, lots of underwear, books about going to the bathroom, trying out different potty chairs and towels. Yes. And for all you dads out there that get frustrated, a nice bottle of whiskey tends to help at the end of the night. <laughs> Strategies we went over. Um, the 15 minutes, the, what the strategy from the book, the naked commando, and then pants and then going during transitions, like using transitions as a way to remind them to go to the bathroom. Right. So I think that's everything. I think that is. Um, so we want to hear your potty training stories. Uh, be sure to get in touch with us, whether it's on Facebook at bilingual family, Instagram at bilingual family, uh, our your YouTube channel or our website, you know, get a hold of us. We want to hear your stories, your funny stories, your chasing your child around the house while they're taking a dump along the way, <laughs> trailing it behind them. The only reason I mentioned that was because that was actually my little brother when we were younger. That was hilarious. Um, I was nine years older than him, so it was actually something easy for me to remember. 
uh give us your fun stories tell us about uh what's going on out there with your children and the potty training journey and if you have any suggestions that worked for you that we didn't cover you know share it with share, share it with everybody because we still have elias oh yeah that's right <laughs> well thank you all for listening adios thank you for being with us for more on raising bilingual children you can purchase my book become a bilingual family the best method for raising bilingual children even if you only speak one language on amazon you can also follow us on instagram and facebook at bilingual family if you like this episode share it with your friends and as always the best compliment is a review con amor john and daniela